hey guys this is okolua Olowe. um today we're doing premier league week 16 yeah and the games we're going to be discussing are man city against wolves chelsea against leeds united liverpool against aston villa Asna against Southampton and Norwich against Man United. So we're going to be starting with the first game that's Man City Wolves. Um Man City Wolves was on Saturday. Yeah, was on Saturday. Um the game ended in one one zero. The win was for City. Um, as expected, but you know, there were a lot of controversies about that particular way, which we are going to be diving into in this podcast. So, just you know, listen and enjoy. Um, there are a lot of things to discuss in this game actually, but we're going to take it one at a time, so this should be interesting. Um, okay, so there was a lot of back and forth about the win, which was the penalty. So, I think we should start with that because you know that was what gives city the win at the end of the day um sterling's penalty um so there was an issue about whether it was a penalty or not because of the fact that it eats the okay some people said it eats his hand some people said it's his arm some people said it eats his ribs some people said it eats his side my own opinion i don't think it was a penalty i, I genuinely don't think it was a penalty I, I think it's it's from the way I viewed it, from the way I saw it, it's it's a side to me, and I, I I honestly didn't think that was a penalty because his hand was in the air. I don't think it was intentional, and um I think he didn't hit his hand, so that was not handball. He didn't hit his hand. He hit his side, and then touched his sleeve. So I don't think I don't you know honestly I I did not see that as a penalty, but then again there were a lot of um issues before then that city advocated that there was handball which was not given so then again you're looking at it back and forth but on that particular um incident i don't think that was a penalty so but the city deserves to win i think they deserve to win so you know at times it could be a game of luck and um it was just that for city yeah against Wolves. um but can we talk about um certain things that happened in the game like Cancelo's recovery recovery of his ball okay so there's there's one thing about Cancelo there's one thing about City players generally when they lose the ball they are very quick to you know go back and defend and try to recover the ball back and I think Cancelo's recovery rate of ball is very high um but let's talk about Wolves defense Wolves defense well, they were very strong they were very very solid you could see them fighting to you know to win the ball back to make sure City doesn't get get any goals it was very very good there were incidents whereby you know it was really close to City were really close to scoring like the one of Gundogan having a chance and you know them just clearing it before it gets before the ball gets to the line they were very very strong defensively and it's very good to see a team come against Man City with a strong defense because that's that's those are the type of games we want to watch those are the type of games that we deserve to see in Premier League so yes Wolves defense were very strong but can we also talk about the amount of fouls on Adama Traore it's just crazy like not just in this city game generally no wonder the man rubs oil on his body <laughs> but on a more serious note um 
the amount of fouls against Adam Atraore was just ridiculous. You know, it was just ridiculous. He was just being fouled here and there, and you know, it, it was crazy. Um, yeah, and in the first half, there were a lot of wasted time because, you know, Wolves were just wasting time and wasting time. It was ridiculous to watch. It was an absolute, you know, nightmare to see it seem just play like that and waste a lot of time. The ref had to call, the referee had to call um, their captain and discuss with him and the captain wasted more time on that. You know, they were just wasting time and it was just disappointing to see a team in Premier League, you know, do such nonsense. So that that was that was one I didn't like about Wolves, and um, the red card incident. Of course, we would have to talk about that. The red card incident. Um, I don't know what was going through Ralph the money's the money's brain, but whatever was going through his head at that time, it was just very very stupid. It was a very stupid decision to make. It was he acted really silly. Because he already got a yellow card for a foul. And then, you know, they give City a free kick. And he goes there and stands in front and kicks it. And and he does that again. I mean, what, what was he expecting? An applaud? A clap? I don't understand. Of course, he was going to get a yellow card again. I mean, you, okay, you know you're playing against one of the best clubs in the world. You should be more responsible. You should act properly. You know that you know it's hard already playing with eleven men against City. So you do that, and you already have a yellow card. You do that. What were you expecting? You get a second yellow card. You're going to put your team in jeopardy. You're going to put your team in a lot of stress because now they are down. They are down to ten men against Man City. I mean, playing with Man City with eleven men is already hard enough. Not to now play with ten men. It was just. You know, very stupid and a very silly thing to do. So yeah, and, and then Wolves had to change their formation to five three one because because of that, and it was just it was just sad to see. Um, but let, let's also talk about let's also give accolades to Man City for their patience. I mean, it's one thing I really admire about City is that no matter how many times they go, they always go again. They always, they have that patience to keep going and keep going until they get the results they desire. And um, Ryan Sterling's Ryan Sterling's um, penalty was very beautiful to watch. It was so cool. Just like all these cool kids penalty, yeah. And um, but the Wolves keeper really tried. I mean, aside from the penalty, he really did well. He saved Wolves a lot of times. So yeah. And the late opportunity by Wolves would have allowed them to equalize. But you know, Ederson was like, "Not today, guys. Not today, guys." But really, um, the game was an interesting one overall, and it was beautiful to watch. So now we're moving on to Chelsea against Leeds. Um, first off, I have to applaud Leeds United for putting up a very strong game against Chelsea. You know, they played well. Their their defense was solid. The defense was solid, and I would have really loved to see them at least take a point out of that game. They deserved it. And I don't know what has been going on with Chelsea lately, but you know, they used to be very, very solid. You could always predict that okay, Chelsea will win this game. I mean, this is football and this is Premier League. Your predictions are never right all the time, but I just feel like they've considered lots of goals in the past three games or four games, and um, before the last three games. They were not conceding, so, so I'm wondering what's, what's going on with Chelsea. I mean, they're conceding two, they're conceding three over the week, they 
considered another three against West Ham. You're just wondering what's going on with them right now. And um I really felt for Leeds. I, I, I really felt that they deserved the points. But you know, the last minute penalty was was just sad to see. And I think it was a very stupid decision by the defender that fouled Rudiger because it wasn't necessary. I mean, what was Rudiger going to do? Play from there and, and play into the into the net? Of course not. It would have let him move, let him, you know, pass. And it was just sad to see that you know they considered the last goal and Chelsea has to take all three points. Because it would have been interesting to see Chelsea drop points. You know, but 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 aside from that, Chelsea still played well, you know, but there's a thing there's a thing at with Chelsea when Kante is not playing in Chelsea I mean to be honest when Kante is not playing in any club he usually plays in you see it it is so obvious that man is is I don't know I I, I don't I don't have the words to describe the kind of player that he is I mean I, I love him he's, he's a joy to watch he's, I could sit down and watch him it's, it's beautiful to see him play play the game of football and every time he doesn't play I see it like it is so obvious it is so noticeable that Kante is not in this game so I, I really think Chelsea misses him a lot because he does everything he goes back he does he, he does midfield he goes forward he does everything in a game so it's just beautiful to watch and him not being there um against this Leeds game was really obvious they really miss him and you know it's a matter of time before he comes back so i can't wait to have him back and you know to see chelsea go back to the form they are usually in to enjoy good premier league games um there was also liverpool against austin villa which was also let's just say this premier league week 16 was about penalties because um chelsea won with penalties two penalties actually man city won with the penalty liverpool also won with the penalty my united also won with the penalty we're going to get to my united game very soon now we're on liverpool aston villa aston villa really did a good one against liverpool i mean they also deserve a round of applause and you know having steven gerrard back into anfield was just a delight to see how they welcomed him and you know the, the singing and it, it was beautiful to watch and and that is why we we love the game of football you see good teams go up against great teams and, and it was just beautiful to see aston villa you know put such effort against liverpool and we just sad to see them also concede you know a penalty and i mean they would also have deserved a point at least but I mean Liverpool and Salah, who is just a machine right now and just a scoring machine to be precise, you know, just back to back to back every single week. Salah has been on fire. But then it, it was really sad to see that, you know, Aslan Villa couldn't get the point out of it. Although they were they were strong defensively and, and that is the difference I've seen since Steven Gerrard came into Aston Villa. That defense has been better. You know, you could see the, the changes he has made. That's Steven Gerrard. You could see the changes he has made in their defense. It's very, very it's more solid than it used to be. You know, now they're now they are going up against teams and they are putting up a, a very you know solid defense and it's beautiful to watch that that is the whole point of getting a new manager you know when a manager comes in with a strong mentality of the game and you know you could see the changes they are making you could see visible changes having good effects having positive effects in the games you know whether they are at home or away it was just beautiful to see Aston Villa defend for their lives literally but you know it was just sad to see that 
they couldn't get a point but if you take the positive out of it for take positives out of it for Aston Villa you can see that they are getting better they are stronger and in their next games hopefully they win they win their next games you know coming up now we're moving to um Arsenal against Southampton it was it was a very good one for Arsenal and they won by three goals to nil keeping a clean sheet but their keeper role, he, he has been doing, he has been in, um, very well recently. I mean, he has been the saving grace for Arsenal a lot of times, but he deserves his accolades. He has been doing well, has been having good saves, and you know, Arsenal really deserves to win. They played better. They played way better than Southampton, to be honest. So they deserved their win. They deserved it. And do I think Arsenal will make it to maybe fifth or sixth position? I think they should be able to do that. I mean, it was still like not even up to half of the season, but I think they should be able to get at least sixth position or fifth in the Premier League, so that they could compete in, you know, cups next season. But I, I think they should be able to get sixth or fifth at least. I know first to fourth is out of it for Arsenal, but fifth or sixth, why not? They should they should be able to do that. So that was an interesting game to see also. Then we have um, Norwich City against my United. See, I don't know what's going on with United. I mean, we had change of management from um, um, their interim. No, this is actually their interim manager from their caretaker manager, which when Michael Carrick was there, they, they really played well. They played strong at times. And now to their interim management manager, um that's rough running you're just you're just looking and you're wondering is this the united i know is this the united i watched over the past two seasons play football they looked i don't know i don't know what's going on with united but they looked like they were not hungry for goals they looked like you know okay we could just let this one slide without a goal they, they, they didn't look like they were passionate about the game they didn't look like they came they came to they were at Norwich to win. I mean, your fans travel down to Norwich. You travel down to Norwich. I mean, you are United. I feel like my United play, the players in United, they play and they forget that they are putting on a my United shirt. They play and they forget the club they are playing for. Because if you are playing for a team as big as my United, then you should be putting in your very best. I don't think they're putting in their very best. And I think they need to be more accountable to themselves. They need to be more accountable to their their, their managers, they need to be more accountable to the fans. It, it's just hard to watch my United play that way. Although they won with the penalty, but the way they are playing, and I think the only the reason why they won is because they were playing against a side that was not so strong, which is Norway City. If they put in this same effort against a team like Liverpool or Man City, of course they're going to trash them. They're going to beat them because this is absolute, absolute trash. They were, they were. I, I I watch my United and I'm like, is this really my United? It's, it's just sad to watch. It's just it's just sad to see. Although they ended up winning the game and a win is a win at the end of the day, but there's a lot of work to be done defensively and even in the attack and even midfield, everything. They need to be more accountable to themselves. They need to hold themselves in high esteem and, and, and remind themselves of the club they are playing for. You know, it, it was just sad to see United play that way yesterday. Although they won the game, but nah, it's just sad to see. It's just like they're going downwards. They're going, 
through I don't even know how to explain United's way of playing or their style of playing recently. But then um it was just sad to see. And if my United plays the way they play the, they play against Brantford this coming week, that's on the 14th of December on Tuesday. If they play the way they played against Norway, if they play that way against Brentford, then Brentford is going to they're going to flog them. And I don't mean one nil, I don't mean two nil. I mean they're going to flog United. If they don't hold themselves accountable, if they don't play better, they're going to flog them. But then um after all these games this weekend, I'm thinking where will United end up in this in this season? Can they I know I, I really don't think top four I, I don't know people are saying that maybe united would get fourth place but I, I really don't see it happening i don't think they are they are good enough for that fourth place i don't think they are going to fight for that fourth place and, and to be in you know in the top four you have to fight for it because there are other teams that also want to west ham is there leicester is there leicester they are always there fighting for that fourth position they are there they're also fighting i don't think united are, are good enough for that top for that top four position but i don't know i don't know what your views are let me know what your views are um but this this week we have a lot of premier games premier league games this week um that's on tuesday and wednesday we have Brentford against man united we have norwich against aston villa we have man city against leeds which should be a very interesting game we have um brighton against wolves we have crystal palace against southampton only against Watford, Arsenal against West Ham. Oh, that should be a very lovely game to watch. I really love to see that. So it should be interesting. Leicester against Tottenham, Chelsea against Everton. Wow, what a game! And Liverpool against Newcastle. So, um, there yeah, are pretty much like three games I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Chelsea against Everton, Leicester against Tottenham. Asna against West Ham and um, Man City against Leeds. Those are the games I'm really looking forward to, and those should be interesting. Should be interesting. And can we talk about this title, title race that is happening this season between Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea? What are your predictions? Who do you think is going to win this title this season? And who would you like to win and who do you think is going to win? Um, I would like to know your opinions um, before I say mine. <laughs> Probably next week. But then, um, I'm a City fan. Of course, you already know who I want to win. Um, so that's it for this week, um, Premier League. That's it for Premier League week 16 i hope you enjoyed this back and forth let me know your opinions um and i will respond back in the next podcast very soon um yeah take care guys bye